0: Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was born by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, Suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Father, thank you for your word. Speak to us, even in this short time, in the way only you can do. In Jesus' name. So we spoke about, I believe in God, the Father Almighty. How God is Almighty and is the Father. He's the creator of heaven and earth. So the earth it didn't come by himself. Somebody is responsible for the creation of the earth. And the one who is responsible for the creation of the earth is your Father. And he's the Almighty. And he has a son, his only son, monogenes, his only son. In Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived of the Holy, by the Holy Spirit. Now, I, I took my time to explain last week that the reason why he couldn't be conceived naturally, normally, is because he's a second Adam or a last Adam. The second man, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. Um, the, last, the last Adam, the second man. Okay, so there are only two men. When I was teaching on Toledo, Toledo, Genesis chapter 5. So, um, First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. It said that, and so it's written, the first man, say Adam. He's the first man. And then became the last Adam. That Jesus Christ. Is the last Adam. In other words, whatever came against us in Adam terminates in Christ. Amen. It terminates in Christ. But it's not just the last Adam. He's also the second man. Look at the 46. He's the second man. Okay. This, so, however, the spiritual is not the first, but the natural. Afterwards, the spiritual. 47. Um, yeah. So, the first man. Who was the first man? Adam. Adam. And made that the second man the Lord. So, the Lord is the second man. There are two men. The first one and the second one. So, your who you are in determines your eternal destiny. It's not what you do, but who you are in. If you are in Christ, you will be in heaven. If you are in Adam, which every human being is, you go to hell. So, you don't have to do anything wrong. Now, that's one of the reasons why you have to be born. Adam coming on earth was not natural. No, it was not ordinary. Adam is the only one who didn't come from the womb of a woman. He didn't come from the womb of a woman. He didn't have a natural father. So, Jesus Christ, in fact, in Luke chapter 4, verse 38, the Bible says, Adam, the son of God. Because it was, look at verse 37. Luke, 4, 30, Luke 3, I'm sorry. Luke three thirty-seven. Luke three thirty-seven 37 was talking about from verse 24, practically. he said, Jesus Christ began his ministry, and he was supposed to be the son of Joseph, right? They supposed, as was supposed, the son of Joseph. Who is the father of Joseph? Heli. Okay, and then who is the father of Heli? The next verse, the son of M- Mathat. And who is the son of Mathat? Levi. Levi. Who is the son of Levi? Melchi. Who is the son of Melchi? And then it kept going on. It kept going on. 37, look at verse 37. The son of Methuselah. Who is the father of Methuselah? Enoch. Who is the father of Enoch? Okay. Who is the, who is the father of uh, Jared? Mahalel. Who is the, uh, the, the father of Mahalalel? Canaan. Who is the father of Canaan? Who is the father of Enoch? Who is the father of Seth? Who is the father of Adam? So, Adam is the only one who doesn't didn't have a natural father. So the second man also didn't have a natural father. That's why he said, as it was supposed from the 34, um, 24, that Jesus Christ was the son of Joseph. People thought he was the son, but he wasn't the son of Joseph. So he couldn't now, that's one of the reasons. And then two, the, I spoke about how the virgin birth shows that it's a miracle. A virgin can conceive. But God prepared, do you know, sir, do you know that if we didn't have Jews, how would God have been doing miracles? Think about it. How would he have been doing? How would they have attributed the miracles to him? They would think it was extreme, extreme situations in nature. Like those other uh, um, nations who attribute supernatural activities to gods. So now God himself also came and was doing miracles and it was traceable to him. So he kept doing, Bible says he did not live with himself without a witness. Acts chapter 14 verse 17 18. He did not live himself without a witness. So God always showed that he was with them and then he told them that a virgin, I'll give you a sign now. The the sign among signs. A virgin shall conceive. That's that's serious stuff, man. A virgin shall conceive. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. And Give birth to a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So actually, God has come to be with us. That's why the virgin had to conceive, because God can not come the normal way. Now, one of the main reasons, this is very important, why Jesus had to be conceived by a virgin was that he, if he was conceived the normal way everyone is conceived, then he's very much the same as us. But if he wasn't conceived, you see, um, First of all, Jesus was sinless at his birth. Everybody is not sinless at your birth. Everybody, Bible say I quoted last last week how because in one man, Romans five nineteen through one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So you didn't become a sinner because of what you did. The many were made sinners. Through one man's disobedience. So even so, one man's obedience will make a lot, uh, many righteous. That's why our righteousness doesn't start from us. Our acceptance with God starts from him. So the one who is trying to be so religious and take all religious boxes thinking that God will say you're okay. No, you are, your righteousness before God is not because of the right things you have done. But the fact that you are in Christ, that's what makes us righteous. That's why it doesn't matter how we have never been bad like others, you still need Christ. You need to be born again to be a a child of God, to be accepted in, in, in God. And so, but I'm talking about the many were made sinners at birth. You were a sinner at birth. As soon as you were born, a sinner had arrived. But Jesus, that could not be said about him. Because when he was born, a sinner had not arrived. A holy one has arrived. Because the original seed is from God. He is not, he is really fully human being, but there's a way, a sense in which he was different from us. Different from us in the sense of his father, his natural father. His actual father was God. That's, so in Romans chapter 8 verse 3, it said what the law could not do in the flesh, sorry, in that it was weak through the flesh, god did how did god do it by sending his son how did he send him he came like flesh even though he wasn't flesh if i if i dress i wear a wig i just paint my lips and you know i wear a dress and i shave i I will look like a woman like when you watch some of those movies they go into the toilet and then they wear wigs and then they come they're holding handbag guy a guy vice you understand i'm saying, yeah. He looks like a woman. He appeared like a woman. But he actually was not a woman. Jesus Christ came in the likeness of this, this, this The likeness of this thing, this thing. The likeness. The sinful is important. Because Hebrews chapter, five, chapter 4 verse 15 says that he was tempted at all points. Just like us. Yet he was without sin. So Jesus Christ, not be, when he arrived, he arrived sinlessly and he lived a sinless life. So then, if he had sinned, how could he die for sinners? That's why God had to send His own Son because the law couldn't achieve anything in the life of sinners. So His own Son had to come. That's why He had to be born. Anyone who, by a virgin. Anyone who tells you virgin birth doesn't matter has, doesn't understand Christianity. Christianity. The, the value of the cross is traceable to the virgin birth. Yeah. My, I mean, what hadn't people died on the cross? Over 30,000 people were killed on the cross. What's special about this one's cross? Even when he was dying, there are two other people who died with him. Where are they? So the cross is not anything new. What? Because he was a sinless man, a sinless blood. According to First Peter chapter 1, verse 19, it says that, we are, we are redeemed by the, but with the precious blood of, of Christ as, as of a lamb without blemish or without... There was no blemish in his blood. So he couldn't carry on the blood that we all took because the problem was in the blood. That's why he shed his blood to save us. So he couldn't have been born by an, uh, through an ordinary birth and still remain God because then it's like a, a human being who has become God. But this it was not a human being who has become God. It was God who wrapped himself with humanity. Did you understand that? That's a, so he was God. and He So he always existed. That's why John said in the beginning was the word, the word became flesh. He always existed. Paul said uh, um, is the mystery of godliness. God manifested in the flesh. He has always been. So he just decided, okay, let me t- put on human flesh. So he came in the likeness of human flesh. That is the uniqueness of the virgin birth uh, besides the fact that it fulfills prophecies. Bible says, born uh, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate. Do you know who killed Jesus? If, if you study history very carefully, Pontius Pilate didn't want to kill him. So, really, okay, let's look at John chapter 19 from verse 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And the soldier twisted a, a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe. The next verse. Then it, the, and then they said, Hail, king of the Jews. And they struck him with their, with their hands. Pilate then went out again and said to them, Behold, I bring him out to you, that you may know that I find no fault in you. Don't forget this, all right? Go to the next verse. Then Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, and Pilate said unto him, Behold the man. Th- Therefore, when the chief priests and when the when the chief, when the chief, therefore, When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, "Crucify him! Crucify him!" Pilate said to them, "You take him and crucify him, for I I I, I find no fault in My I can't find no fault. They quickly. Then the Jews answered and said, "We have a law, and according and according to our law, he who uh, he ought to die because he made himself son of God." Uh-huh. Then, when Pilate heard that that scene, he was the more afraid. And went again into the praetorium and said to Jesus, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then he, he started boasting. That's where God wrong. And Pilate said, are you no speaking to me? Do you not know that I have the power to crucify you and the power to release you? <laughs> ah, oh God, don't blow your horn. You have over-exaggerated your powers. You have no say in this matter. Shut up and do what you have to do. He said, I have the power. You? Jesus didn't want to talk. He said, are you the son of God? He didn't talk. But when he started boasting, Jesus said, see. Jesus answered, you could have no power at all against me unless it's me. Who will give it to you then? There's somebody behind the scenes. He's behind the curtain. There's somebody behind the scenes. He said, unless it's given to you, you can't do it. You can't do it unless it's given to you. Uh, but I'm the one in charge. Yes, but there's someone else in charge. Oh. Yes. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has, has committed. Now he brought it into human terms. Some people brought me to you to kill me. They have committed. They are, they are guilty of greater sin. Really? The one who delivered. So then why won't you say, and in Jesus Christ his only son, born of the virgin, uh, conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the virgin Mary, suffered under the chief priests. Why not suffer under chief priests and Judas? Psalm 41, verse 9, or verse 7, or verse 9. He said, My friend who I eat with has lifted his heel against me. So Judas was fulfilling Psalm 41, verse 9. Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who, who ate my bread, oh, has lifted up his heel again, talking about Jesus. Judas you have to do this, Judas? In John chapter 17, verse 11, Jesus said, the people you have given me have lost none, except the son of perdition. He went, Matthew chapter 26, verse 2 and 3. Matthew chapter 26, verse 3. You, you know that after, uh, uh, 26 verse 2 and 3, okay. You know that after two days, is Passover, and the son of man will be delivered today to be crucified. Verse three now, but, uh, then the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders of people assembled at the palace of the high priest, who called, uh, who was called Caiaphas, and plotted to take him by trickling, and kill him. they plotted. Pilot didn't plan. They actually, they, the guys, the main guys were there. They plotted to take him and to kill him. And I think in John chapter eleven, verse. 47 somewhere the bible says that they, when after Lazarus resurrected they wanted to kill him so that they would stop the Jesus's faith and they wanted to kill Jesus they plotted to kill him verse 47 then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said what shall we do for this man worketh minister they planned to kill so it was a plot who killed him really he said the one who delivered me to you so, Pilate, it wasn't his desire to kill him. So, why do we make, we never mention Judas in the Apostles' Creed? Never mention the Pharisees. Never mention the chief priests. None of them have, were mentioned. But Pontius Pilate, it wasn't him. So, why crucified? Apostles' Creed. Suffered under Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate. Why Poncho should have been suffered under uh, the Jews? When, when they said, who do men say I am? He said, you are son of the living God. He said, blessed are you. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. He started telling them, Matthew chapter 16. Then in verse 21, he changed the topic. But 20, verse 18 says that, I give you power. The gates of hell, uh, whatever you bind on earth is bound, whatever is loose, uh, uh, and then all that. Then in verse 21, he changes then the Bible said that from that time, Jesus began to show, watch this, to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem. Where? Jerusalem. For what? And suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed. And be raised the third day. Ah, so who actually, the, the culprit behind his execution were these people. Yeah. But he said, don't just so why? Why do we focus on Pontius Pilate? Four points. Number one, why do we say Pontius Pilate? Why do we, because we say Pontius Pilate. Because Pontius Pilate is not a religious figure. But there's no history, proper history book of those times which will not mention Pontius Pilate. So when you check history, you realize that they set the execution, the crucifixion of Jesus within the framework of history. So you can because it's not a religious figure. So when you check the secular books, you hear, you see Pontius Pilate. They, they said he was crucified, but that Pontius Pilate in history is there. You check history. So it sets the crucifixion of Jesus in the era of history, secular history. You can't you can't negate it because he's talking about a figure who secular history talks about. So we need to put the the crucifixion of Jesus within. The framework, the era of history. Secular history, not religious history. history. So when he see the other time I heard somebody on BBC many years ago, say she's a historian. She says she's a historian and Jesus never really was a f- real figure of history. I'm so such a preposterous. You are very bad and she had PhD in history. And you said this on TV, it's so shameful. Because every, every true history, his, his historicity is unimpeachable. When you check in history, everybody who was mentioned, their time frame, everything, is correct. So even the historical records about Jesus' life is unimpeachable. You can't deny it. So for you to, it's just like saying his land never lived. If you were not born or you didn't know about it, don't say it never happened. Number one, it in history. Explanation will come later with scriptures. And then number two, why Pontius Pilate? Why, do, why did they mention uh, 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 um, suffered under Pontius Pilate? The scripture, according to the scripture we read. You know the scripture read. He said, what has he done? Oh, he hasn't done anything wrong. And he said, kill him. He said, why should I kill him? He said, I didn't want to kill him. But when you read Acts chapter 2, verse 23, it says that Jesus Christ, a man, attested by God, who through the lawless sins, you have killed. It says that by the, okay, being delivered by the what? Determined purpose and the foreknowledge of God. So the reason why Pontius Pilate said, I can't, couldn't say I won't kill him, was because God was the main guy. Who, so, now, it shows you how the sovereignty of God can overrule political power of man. Poncho said, I can't kill him. But God said, you have to kill him. (laughs) It's the plan of God. God has planned this already. We'll hear more about that. And then number three. This is a very good one. In Jewish times, there's something called publica Persona. Publica persona is a public person. Like I was talking to somebody about Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson is the mouthpiece of the United Kingdom. He's a publica persona. He was acting in the interest of the public and he was carrying out public opinion. Now, so the highest political power at that time who could execute him Pilate was representing the highest court of that time. The highest. So after Pilate, you can't see I'm taking it further. The highest court. And the highest court was what made the decision about Jesus. The the highest court. And what what was the verdict of the highest court? After scrutiny, they said, I find no fault in him. The highest tribunal found him faultless. He wasn't guilty. Chapter 18. Chapter 18 of John, verse 30, 38. Pontius Pilate he said, I find no fault in him at all. Chapter 19, verse 4. He brought him out. He said, I find no fault in him. Chapter 19, verse 6. He brought him out. He said, I find. He kept saying, I find. The highest God scrutinized him. And he wasn't a religious figure, he was a neutral person. And he examined him totally and said, listen, this guy is faultless. Wow. Wow. So that his death for us would be very valid. He didn't die for himself. He died for us. Wow. That's why he sponge Pilate Because he checked him and he found him faultless. And he's, he wasn't a religious figure. He's just a normal person. Jesus was sinless. And then finally, Jesus himself spoke about the type of death he has to die. The Jews, do you know how the Jews kill people? They stone you to death. So according to John chapter 8, when they caught the woman from verse 7, when they caught the woman in adultery, they came to Jesus. They said, Moses in the law said, uh, verse 5, the Moses in the law said anyone should be stoned to death. That's how the Jews, in fact, in Luke chapter 4, the Bible said they, took up, they pick up stones to stone him. And you walk away. Jo- John chapter 8 from verse 58, when he said, I and the father, are what? Uh, uh, before Abraham, I am. The Bible said they pick up stones to stone him. So the way the Jews kill executed people was through stoning in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, they will stone you to death. So if the Jews have to go and kill Jesus, they have to stone him. That's why Pontius Pilate said, go and kill. they said, your Lord said he's a criminal, then go and kill him. And they said, no, we can't kill him. Because by divine arrangement, before Jesus came, God has empowered the Roman rule. Rome has ruled the world and was ruling the Palestinian area or all that territory. And Rome has now instituted a law that all hardened criminals should be killed by crucifixion. So that it can fulfill Numbers chapter 21 verse 8 and 9. God is the master behind all this. Now, chapter 21, verse nine. Then the Lord said to make a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole. And it shall be that everyone who is beaten, when he, when he looks at it, shall live. Verse 9. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was. If a serpent had beaten anyone, when he looked upon the bronze, so he shall live. John 3, 14. said, as Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness so shall the man, Son of Man be lifted, so that anyone who shall believe in him. So the same way, in John, in, in John chapter 12, verse 32, Jesus said that as the Son of Man was lifted, did you see that? And if I be lifted, I will, I will draw all men, to, look at verse 33, I will draw men to myself. Then he said, he said this signifies that kind of death. See, what death, he, the kind of death he was going to die was going to be lifted, not stoned was going uh, in, in john john um john chapter 18 verse t- 29 30 31 32 quickly uh, 20 uh, 29 says that pilate went out to them and said what accusation do you bring against this man quickly then answered and said if we if <laughs> this is the way they answered it Said, so what is the accusation then look at it he uh, if he were not an evildoer would we not have delivered sorry would we would we not have delivered him up to you so Oh, sorry, we would have not have delivered you, whatever. <laughs> he said, Pilate said, What has he done? He said, If he hasn't done anything wrong, we would do it. No, what has he done? They did the answer. It. Because he hasn't done anything wrong. Then Pilate said, You take him and judge him according to your law. Therefore, the Jews said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. Look at the next verse. That's serious. Why? That the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spoke, signifying what kind of death he would die. He actually defined the kind of death he would die. So, if Pontius Pilate doesn't execute him, he won't die on the cross. But Bible says that curse is anyone who hangs on the cross. Galatians chapter three, verse thirteen says so Christ was been crucified. Christ was, has been uh, uh, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been cursed for us for its reason. Curse is anyone who hangs on the tree. So he had to hang on the tree so he can take our curse. And who is going to kill him? Jews don't kill people on the tree; they stone. So there's that four. Did you receive something? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.